code violation, verbal abuse. Y'all still there? I know it's uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> we uh, you know, let the rest of the hard court season after Australia, and the entire clay court season minus the French Open pass by before we record another episode. I don't um, you know what I didn't remember? I didn't remember that we recorded two episodes in February. Or like this year. So we did one in January and then we did an episode in February for the Australian. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And then I looked today and I was like, oh, because I was like looking through old notes and I had some notes from January. And then I looked at the show and I was like, oh, we did two episodes already this year. So, you know, um, we're actually kind of on track at this point. (laughs) It's not, we're not that far off. It's fine. Yeah, we we definitely meant to record like around Monte Carlo or around uh, Madrid or Rome yeah. or something, but yeah. yeah, it just just it just didn't happen, you know. Uh, but that's all right. We're here now, and um, we'll take it. We'll take it day by day from here. It's fine. Um, how you been doing? It's been three months. <laughs> 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 Three months. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm chilling, you know, sitting here with my wine right now and feeling pretty good. Well, that's good. You know, it's um, it's been a, I don't know how to describe the clay season. It's been a little weird. It's been a little bit chaotic on both sides, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but, you know, that makes for an interesting French Open, we hope. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. This draw yeah. this draw made it interesting for the most part. At least yeah, the men, I, the men's draw for sure. Yeah. I mm. um Okay, so three months have passed, but I have like almost no news. Like Yeah, same. Uh I'm sure you, you know have? I'm sure uh whatever we missed people have already caught up on because you know we've been gone so long, I'm sure they found it somewhere else. Yeah, they they had to. They had no other choice. So, but uh, all I have is about Naomi Osaka's plan to skip press at the French Open. Yes, round of applause for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. <clears throat> you know, fucking press conferences suck anyway, and she makes an excellent point about how the press conferences aren't, you know, necessarily the best thing for a player's mental health, you know, at least not hers. And I think she's the, I think she's the one was great for her in skipping it. And, uh, the media is doing exactly what we thought they would do and Mm -hmm. turning this into some sort of personal attack Mm -hmm. and kind of going after her and basically proving her point, Mm -hmm. dragging her through the mud pretty much. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny to see because, they they want to talk about how she should have to be there and it's her job for this and that. 
but when they go in there, when she go, if she, you know, was to go in there, what, like, what would they, what would they be asking her after each match? Oh, your first serve percentage was below fifty cent, fifty percent. What do you think you need to do to be better in round two? Oh, I think I should go practice my serve. Like, okay, it's the same thing every single time. Like, no, they don't have any interesting questions, and whatever question they might consider interesting is really just them prying into something they have no business talking about mm-hmm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's insane to me. So, and I think uh, one, I think one of the biggest problems here, and why they're so, why they are so mad, is because tennis struggles to create new stars. So the entire sport is on one or two people's backs at you know at a time. Mm-hmm. And Naomi Osaka is one of the only stars in women's tennis right now. They can right. try to say Ash Barty's a star or uh, Iga Swiatek. They can try to say that all they want. Those women have won won slams and titles, but nobody really knows who they are. Mm-hmm. They are not household names. Naomi Osaka burst on the scene, you know, a few years ago, and everybody knows who that who that young woman is. So I think it's it's a lot for her, not just because not it's not just the obligations of being a top player. It's the fact that she's one of the few carrying the tour on her back, and it's a lot. And I could understand why her, she would need to take us take a step away from. All the, the the negative questions and the the seeds of doubt the press try to plant into people's heads because that's exactly what they would be trying to do. All they would be talking about if she did like pre-tournament press would be how she hasn't won very many matches on clay and if she thinks she can do well this and, and all kinds of stuff. That's all they would be talking about. And who wants to hear that when they're trying to go into a slam and try to play their best tennis? Nobody. So more power to her. Fuck everybody else, especially Brett Haver. That piece of shit. I've, I, it's weird to me that they took it so personally because she didn't, she didn't say, um, you know, tennis journalists are useless, even though they are, most of them. Um, mm-hmm. She did not say the media sucks and I hate it. She just said, listen, this is where I am in this moment and I do not feel that this is the best thing for me personally, um, you know, just based on her history with press conferences and and the media in in tennis um and i don't there really shouldn't be an issue there like i don't know if they're afraid that other players are going to follow suit um which if that's something they're afraid of then maybe they should look at the questions they're asking and reassess themselves rather than attack these players for it because exactly if the players don't want to go to press after their matches, win or lose, then maybe that's on you. You're the press. So why don't they want to come see you? Why don't they want to come talk to you and answer your questions? It's on y'all. I don't like. I don't get why they want to turn this around on Naomi. I but on the other t- side of things, you know, uh, if you're really thinking about it, um, they they've probably been looking for a reason for a while to turn. On Naomi, and it was only ever going to be a matter of time. Yeah, um, we all those saw it coming. Who did not already turn on her last year at the U.S. Open um, are turning on her now. So you know, shocking. Yep, like people pointed out on Twitter, ever since you know after the 2018 U.S. Open final, they have been they they tried their best to push her in a direction like away from Serena to get her to say right. all kinds of bad things right. about Serena, and she went the complete opposite direction from that, and that hasn't sat well with them since. Right. Like, she won't do what they want her to do. And that is becoming a problem for them. 
Also weird is that they are now asking um, all of these white players um, about what they think. Right. Um, especially like the white male players. Like, what does this have to do with them? It's crazy. Like, she she says she stepped. She doesn't want to do press for you know mental mental health reasons of her own, and they want to ask everybody else what they think or what's the problem. Like, the, the, it has nothing to do with them. Like, their their psyche is not the same as hers. They're no. not going to handle press the same way she no. does. They don't have the entire tour on their back like her. Like, come on. Like, they, they they are not at the same level as her. I don't care what their ranking says. They are no, not in her boat like, at all. The, and a lot of them aren't going through the things she's going through. They aren't being told the things that she's being told on a daily basis on social media, like, let alone, you know, right. with the press. Like, they're not dealing with the same types of things. So it's just like you said, they're not in the same mental space at all. They have... They have no idea what she is going through and why she chose to make those decisions. So they don't need to have an input. There's no reason to ask them about what they think. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, but kudos to her, you know, again, leading the pack and stepping on our own and doing what she wants to do. Right. Um, it's a good look from and I saw my standpoint. They- I saw some pictures of her, you know, apparently being emotional in practice. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just hope, I hope she, you know, can power through whatever she's feeling right now. Mm-hmm. And with all these people piling on top of her like this, I mm-hmm. hope she can power through it, power past it and, you know, produce some good tennis and do what she needs to do while she's in right. Paris. Um, <clears throat> other news I just have. And, okay. So, this is literally all I have, but quick uh, shout outs and farewells to Nicole Gibbs, Mario Saka, Vanya King, Alexander Dokobolov, and Barbara Streetseva, who are all, uh, they all announced their retirements from professional tennis in the last few months. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have in news. There's some other uh, stuff, but it'll pop up more during like the draw. You know? Yeah, I got um, you know, like withdrawals and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess we can jump right into the ladies' draw. Um, of course, Ashley Barty is the number one seed and technically the defending champion. Um. She technically opens, a defending champion. Sure, yes. Um, opens her campaign versus Bernardo Pera. Um, 25th seed Jabor is here versus Putin Seva. Uh, 24th seed Coco Golf versus a qualifier. Um, and then your frequent Rome finalist, the 9th seed Pliskova versus Donna Vekic. Donna Vekic had surgery not too long ago, so I was surprised that she's like back already. But maybe oh I really? Been I, I was paying that much I, attention. I thought when I saw her name here, I thought you know I hadn't seen her in a while, but then I yeah. thought really nothing of that, and I thought maybe she could challenge Pushkova here. But yeah, she had some kind of operation. I can't recall what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, she must be like feeling better. April. So she must be feeling better. So shout out um, to her. Yeah, Carla Suarez Navarro. Hey, girl. She's yes, back versus uh, Sloane Stevens. Cancer free. Yes, got. 
Venus is here versus the 32nd seed Alexandrova. Um, and then you have the 5th seed Vitalina, 18th seed Mukova, and 13th seed Jen Brady all also in this section. Let's see. Rounds to watch here. I think uh, Putin Seva and Jabor could be interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Putin Seva uh, versus anybody is interesting because she's petty. Yeah, I give I give Putin I give Putin a, a a good shot there. Yeah, y'all know you already know. I don't think I think Jabor ain't worth shit. I don't. I don't really have an opinion in either direction. I'm not sure I've actually she, ever watched her play. I have watched her play, and it's very uninspired. Listen. People, I feel like people give her so much. Like when I first was, when I was hearing about her, I heard about like how great she is, how talented she was, and she could do this, right. and she could do that. Right. But then I watched her play, and I'm just like, what the hell is this? Like, like there's a reason this chick has never won anything. Does she have a one hander? I want to say no, but I feel like I could be wrong. I feel like she might slice it one hand, but see, I think she has see, a two, they, two hands they, back here. They love a slice. They love a girl who can hit a slice. Like, uh, you know, an offensive slice, they feel like that is um, so uh, yeah, two-handed throwback and it's so, like, creative and she she has... Variety. Um, That's their favorite Variety. Word. Yeah, they love variety. Like, a slice is not variety. But, okay. You know? Yeah, good luck. Mm. Um, um. All I have about this section is, Venus, please, girl, like, win a match. Please, my God. But hey, I you know I'm not even gonna put too much on Venus right now. I just want her to do what she do what she can here. Then please rest up and be ready for the grass because I can't take this. I can't. I you know actually I would almost rather she like lose early and then go play like a grass warm-up can we go to birmingham or something is that on the yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure she's it she's playing i think nottingham okay i think okay she's playing one of those grass warm-ups she's playing one of them at least all right very good so you know shout out to that um but uh, for did, this section i think yeah. i think barty i think barty has a clean shot to the quarterfinals at least okay but... probably to the semis for real are we taking her shoulder injury seriously, or are we just no? Past I, it? I, I forgot all about that. Okay. I mean, if the shoulder injury is real, then she could lose to any one of these chicks for real. But I mean, she definitely was up a set on Coco, so I'm thinking it's not great because she was in a winning position there. I mean, True. you could you could say um, she was just sick of the rain, but the rain was going to clear up, and she was probably still going to win that match. So, you know. nah, I'm not putting too much on it. I think she's fine. We shall see. Seriously, I think she has a pretty clean shot to the to the quarters, but um, if she does if she does get challenged, it'll probably be in the third or fourth round, maybe. Right. I feel like I feel like Coco should at least make that round of sixteen. I would like to see it. Seriously, like I feel like she she has good momentum going. She made the semis in Rome, then she won Parma. So, you know, I think she feel she's feeling pretty good on the dirt, and I think she can beat all these chicks that's in her path. Um, the next... and I don't know what I don't know what hold on I don't know what Pliskova is gonna do. I mean, coming into a slam off a double bagel loss in the Rome final, that has got to be just devastating. It got to be terrible. 
I don't, I don't think she cares too much, actually. You know, that Instagram post told me she ain't give a fuck, but still, like, I feel like it's gotta be, like, in the back of her head somewhere. I feel like it, she, she might be able to work her way in. If Sloan can put together some good tennis, I think Sloan could knock her out in the second round. Because I'm, de- I'm definitely banking on Sloan getting past Suarez Navarro. If she doesn't, this is no shade to Carla, but Sloan got some soul searching to do. <laughs> she better. She should definitely win that first round. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't. I really don't think she cares. I, I think maybe she would care if, like, if if Viatic was somehow like in her section. I know they're in the same half of the draw, but mm-hmm. like, I, I really don't think she cares all that much. I mean, the girl at best, is always going to make, you know, a lead-up final or win a lead-up and then do nothing. So, you know, she's doing the same <laughs> shit she always does, regardless of, you know, the fact that she got boxed out in a in that final like that. Like That was embarrassing. I don't think she's thinking that much about it. Um, there's, they probably gave her some type of upgrade or something anyway, so maybe she'll be ready. <laughs> we shall see. Like, she made the semis here before, but that was, like, what, two years ago? Did she really? Yeah, it was, like, she made the semis in, like, 2019, I think. No, she made the semis in 2017, excuse me. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that far back. Um, speaking of 2017, <laughs> um, the next section, uh, Sophia oh, yeah. Cannon is the top seed, and she plays the 2017 <laughs> French, Open, French Open champion, uh, Yelena Ostapenko. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, Absolutely hilarious. It's it's going to be something. Yeah, it's going to be something. Like the, the first round between last year's finalists and the 2017 champion. <laughs> mm, it's hilarious. Kenan's getting the fuck up out of here. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> yeah, she probably is. Um, Seriously. Like, I fully expect o- Ostapenko to punch her out. And I know Kenan was crying when she saw this draw. I know she was. She's going to be crying on the court, too. Watch. Um, she's, the, barely, she's barely won a match since, like, Australia. It's, it's looking real rough. Um, I'm halfway I think expecting won, her to, like, hire her dad back pretty soon. I think she's won, like, two of her, like, last eight matches or something like that. It's crazy. And, like, one of those wins was in Miami. So, like, almost three months ago? Yeah. I could be wrong, though. I haven't been paying that much attention to her. Like, but last time I looked, she was getting that ass waxed everywhere. The other defending champion, Tech, faces Carrie uh, Yvonne. Um, and then you also have Jess Pegula... Zachary, Muguruza, Mertens, and Martich in this quarter. Um, you would think that this section would be like popcorn or like super interesting, but it's really not. Why would we think that? Just because you got 
French Open champion Swiatek here, French Open champion Muguruza here, French Open finalist uh, Kenan, French Open champion Ostapenko. Like, there's some names here, like people who have done very well here. So the way that I erased the 2016 French Open final from my mind, <laughs> and you just said French Open champion Muguruza, and I was like, bitch, what? Seriously, like um, Mladenovic made the quarterfinals here before, I believe. Okay, well, Kiki ain't about Rogers, to do shit. Rogers so made the quarterfinals that was here like before. Five or six years ago. Um, oh, Rogers did do well in one year. Yeah, she made the quarters. Was it 2016 when she made the quarters? Sure. I, I'm pretty know. sure it was that gross, rainy French Open when she did that. I'm not um, keeping up with anybody's stats in Serena, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. Yes, you know, some you would think the section would be like, you know, people would be really like hyped for it, but like these people, they're not about to do anything. I mean, Muguruza could likely make that round of sixteen against Sviantec, but she's not going to win it. Seriously, I see Sviantec coasting, and I wasn't, I wasn't even a hundred percent sure on that. I, you know, figured she would probably not do very well here under the pressure of being defending champion, but she seems to be doing fine and. She was whooping ass in Rome. So I think she's feeling good and I think she'll do great. So I'm I'm thinking we're gonna we're down we're in for a semi of the defending French Open champions. Battle it out, see who gets to who gets to play the final. I think that's I hilarious. I feel like every time you're this confident, some shit goes down. Well, we shall see. I mean, I won't be mad at it, honestly, because I don't care that much for either one of them. So literally do care. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, all right. The next quarter is Arena Sabalenka, the third seed versus the qualifier. This section is a little bit stacked, in my opinion, because uh, you have the 15th yeah. seed Azarenka here playing Kuznetsova first round. That is rough. That's that rough. Very rough. And Azarenka, has she touched a ball all clay season? I don't think she's even played. Uh, you know, I don't think I've seen Azarenka since Australia. Like, I'm sure she's probably played since then, but I don't remember it. I feel like she might have, I feel like she might have done Miami, but, like, I'm, I I have not seen her this European clay season. I don't think she played at all. I'm gonna go look. Just real quick. Um, okay, so she played Madrid. She won one round in Madrid and then uh, withdrew. Mm. And that's it. Mm. Yeah, this is a this is a rough first round to be playing Kuznetsova. Um, yeah, and you know, Kuznetsova, really, her issue is mostly just staying healthy and not being mm-hmm. injured and once she is able to stay healthy she is still you know balling you know right um so that's that's a tough first round i i will probably watch that match though if i can yeah same i'll check it out um the 11 seed kavitova is here versus the qualifier I, to me kavitova should have better clay results than she does as far as the french open is concerned yeah, she's got what one semi, two semis, maybe. I feel like she just made the semis again, but let's see. Yeah, she made the semis last year, and then also in two thousand twelve. Yeah, I remember the two thousand twelve one because I wanted her to win that. 
Yeah. Um, Serena's here versus Bagu. Um, Daniel Collins is back. Don't really. I'm not even gonna. Didn't she just have surgery for something? Uh, endometriosis. Yeah. So I was reading up a. They removed like a tennis ball sized. Um, something or other from her uterus, I think, mm-hmm. and something like that. Yeah, and then, yeah. So there was some other stuff going on, but she said she's been dealing with it since like 2016. So you know, literally the whole time we've known who she is. Plus, she's been dealing with this. So, um, but she's. I think she says she's feeling better now, and her energy is like the most consistent it's been in years. So. Um, good luck to her. It's good to yeah, see good her. I like her. her. Um, yeah, I like her too. 26th seed Angelique Kerber is here. 23rd seed Madison Keys. And then the 31st seed uh, Pavs is also here. Let me see. I think. I, let me see. I feel like Sabalenka should make her way through this. But also, this is a slam, and she just does not... She usually does not fare very well at slams. And I think, you know, Kanye is a qualifier that she's playing in round one, but, you know, former top 20 player. She, so she she could maybe produce a little something-something, catch Sabalink off her game. That woman starts spraying balls, it's a wrap. I mean, she out there playing baseball, man. It's crazy. Um, but um, Sabalenka won Madrid. And she made the she made the final in Stuttgart, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm pretty sure she she has a little confidence coming in. But doesn't she uh, always though? Yeah, well, I say I don't think that means very much. I I will say that I think if she had beaten Serena in Australia, um, I think it would have been very very interesting to watch that semi with Naomi because I don't think. It, with the start Naomi had to that semifinal and then Serena let her off the hook, I don't know that Sabalenka would have let her off the hook in the same way. So that would have been an interesting semi. I will say that. As far as her slam results, like she was pretty strong in Australia. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Sabalenka would have like let her off the hook per se, but I think Naomi would have picked it up and beaten her anyway, just like she did at the US Open in 2018. Because Sabalenka was on fire and people were picking her to win that tournament that year, too. And Naomi was like, yeah, nah. Right, but this is three years on. And she's older and a little bit more experienced. And I think she's playing better now than she was in 2018. True, but also so is Naomi. Naomi's a much better player. Naomi's a better player. I don't know that she necessarily played... I wouldn't say that she played better in Australia this year than she played in New York in 2018. Like, she was pretty on fire that tournament. She definitely was, but still, <laughs> she's a better player now and a better player than Sabalenka. I think she would have. Oh, I think she would have. I think she would have got it together. Um. All right, and then the final section is Naomi Osaka versus Teague. Um, girl, don't let Teague tug. Okay, let's win a match. <laughs> Let's win a match. Oh, my God. Uh, She's having a rough clay season. She always does, though. She kind of just... 
I think she a little bit psychs herself out as well. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it is. Because mind you, she made she made the third round here, her very first time playing here. Let's see. And she's made the third round like maybe two or three other times than that. So she she can play well and she can win matches here. She just gotta put it together. Yeah. Um You know, I I said it off air, I'll say it on air. Like, you know, if you can have Lena and the Doper and Ostapenko and all these girls win the French Open, like Naomi should be able to have some success on this surface too. So right. I think mentally she's got to get it together and and change uh, her perspective on the clay. And I think the results will come. I think in the future, you know, she's going to be doing well on the clay too. I think she's going to get it together eventually. Yeah. So um, I don't know if it's going to be this tournament, but, you know, in the future. <laughs> uh, the sixth seed, Andreescu, is here versus Zedensek. Uh Girl, all ice will be on you. Uh, this is one of the most ridiculous career arcs I have ever seen. Ever. Oh my God. It's so irritating. To the watch. girl is built like wet gas station toilet paper. I don't know how. She can be injured and then come back, do all this. Apparently she's doing all this working out and stuff and getting stronger and fitter. And then she comes back and she plays one match and she's hurt again. Girl, what's wrong? Yeah, like now it's some kind of abdominal tear that caused her to pull out of Strasbourg. Like, what? You know, and I saw some some stands on Twitter saying, oh, well, this was planned. She doesn't want to play too many matches before the French Open. She can't possibly play too many matches before the French Open. The girl has barely played in the last two years. She can't Seriously. possibly play too many matches. <laughs> and Strasbourg was like her first clay tournament, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Like, because they, she said she they wouldn't let her come for Rome. And I don't think she she was she was sick. She was Sorry. sick when they, when they were supposed to play Madrid. Like, come on. I... Oh my goodness! And she better get it together on the clay because I don't. I don't see her doing a whole lot on the grass. Um, so this is your time, girl. Uh, maybe you can get it together. What she has to do, what she has to do, is come out and win this first round in straight sets. That's first. Because every time she comes back, she has a long-ass three-setter and her body doesn't have time to recuperate. So, girl, win a match in straights. Act like it's Serena and win a match in straights. Mm-hmm. Just because she should at least make it to this third round without a problem. Should. At least. And there she'd likely face uh, Kudermatova or Anisimova. Those two face off in the first round, so yes. Yep. First round match. I would like to see Anisimova win that. Yeah. Yeah. 2018 semifinalist? 2019. That was 2019. Yeah, she she made the semis the year that Barty won. Barty won 2019, right? Yes. Because she lost to Barty in the semis. Yeah, it was 2019. Well, who am I thinking of? A 2018 semifinalist? Were who? 2018. Who won the French Open in 2018? Halep. <laughs> Halep won over Stevens over Sloan. who beat Keys. And Halep so, beat... Halep, who did Halep beat in the semis? 
Muguruza. Muguruza. Didn't Maybe. Muguruza make a run that year? Because she beat she Sharpova's ass. I remember that. Yep, she did. She beat she beat Martha's ass in that quarterfinal. You're right. Yep, it was Muguruza in the semis. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, Anna Simova's 2019. Y'all, again, I don't keep up with anybody's stats except Jamaica. <laughs> so, I'm trying. Um, but again, we would like to see Anna Simova win that. Uh, no shade to Kudamatova, but, you know, we like Amanda. Um, Trevisan is here, too. She made the quarterfinals here last year. That Italian uh, girl who beat Coco. I'll take your word for it. Oh. Yeah, she plays Van Ubank in the first round. Um, I'm not sure how Trevisan is playing now. I literally have not seen her since that French Open. So, so she's in danger, is what you're actually saying. I mean, she's maybe, in danger of losing the, probably like, her biggest. As far as I know, points. she made the quarterfinals of Stuttgart and Madrid, but I really have not been paying that much attention to what? her. So I do not know. Like, I, I don't know. Um, Kanta is here against Kirstea. Uh-huh. It's shocking to me to see Kanta seated because I feel like she hasn't won right. a match in like right. fifty years. Right. It's weird. I thought the same. But thing. the uh, you know the ranking system is kind of keeping people in place right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess congrats to her for holding on for this long. I don't know. I thought the same thing about Burton's too. Burton's is the sixteenth seed. Girl, how? Where has she been? What does she do? She doesn't play tennis. I literally haven't seen her since she won Rome like two or three years ago. Like, what does she do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I feel like she might have been injured or something. Oh, that might be right. But um Yeah, I don't know like if she's even played on the clay this season. Let's go check. <laughs> uh it's hard when they don't win matches to know what their results are. You know? Okay, hold up. Oh, there she is. She she didn't play the Australian Open this year. All right. So she played Madrid. She won one round. One round in Madrid. Versus some girl I've literally never heard of. Uh, and then lost to Kudamatova. Kudamatova. So there you go. That's it. That's all she's played. So she didn't even go to Rome? No, no Rome, no Stuttgart, no nothing. That's it. Hmm. Mm, you know. And she's been struggling. She was struggling before that. So, like, right. yikes at this. Yeah. So, she went to Doha, lost. She went to Dubai and lost. She went to Miami and lost. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but yeah. Wow. But I get like, top 20 seed. I think you were right with saying that she was coming back from an injury, too. So sometimes, you know, it takes the girls a while. Yeah, and she's not one bit. of those who can just pop back up and start winning. She's not one of them girls. Yeah, she's never so, been um, that much of a winner. No. Um, so she's so basically Burton's is out of here in round one or two because she gets Herzog and then she likely get Garcia. Yeah, probably. Probably yeah. round one. I could see that happening. Yeah. Um, Vondrosova is in big danger. She gets Kanepi in round one. 
you know, Kanepi lives for taking out a seed. Oh yeah, she loves she loves to get to a slam and <laughs> and run through to, to a quarterfinal. Um, Benchich is here, the tenth seed. Um, oh, back to Conta versus Kirstea. I want to say that Kirstea is going to win that match. She probably um, will. I think Kirstea is feeling on better form. about herself. She right. won her first title since like 2008, just yeah. recently. Yeah. Which is um, fucking insane. She, like the, the fact that she's been here since 2008 is weird. I didn't, but, I didn't know who she was for like five more years. Yeah, um, I, didn't, uh, I didn't figure her out until 2013. Yeah. I think, well, there was, I remember she played Serena in Stanford in 2012, but it nope. was, she, was, she was playing baseball, so uh, Serena, like, waxed her. Um, All I remember from Stanford 2012 is Serena was sleepwalking, and we were telling yeah. her not to go because she was supposed to play yeah. the Olympics. But then drop a set, won the tournament, and then went and won the Olympics, too, so she shut up the fuck up. Yeah. Kirstea, absolutely... Uh, slapped Venus off the court in that first round. I just want that to be known. Venus did not play bad tennis. Um, Kirstea was treen. Yeah. So, just to be clear. So two, if she two, can, bread, two breadstick sets. Yeah, a, if she know, can... With a, a two-six set in between. You know, Venus won a set. If she can keep slapping winners like that, you know, she's going to be a lot of the girls. So, we'll see. Um... All right. Okay, hold on. Benchich is the 10 seed. What uh, has she been doing? Has she been playing? Yes. She has. She hasn't been like winning a whole lot, but, but she's, been she, she's been losing apparently cuz I don't remember seeing her in not even a semifinal anywhere. Okay, so let's see. Um she lost to Bedosa in Charleston first round. She lost in the quarters to Alexandrova in Stuttgart. Then she got to the quarters in Madrid, lost to Bedosa again, and did not play wrong. Hmm. But she did beat Nadinovic, Para, and Jabor in Madrid. So, so those are nothing. Cute well, I mean, you know, you don't have any respect for Jabor, but that's. <laughs> I was about to say maybe maybe Jabor could be you know could count as a as a decent win, but like I said, she ain't worth a damn thing. So Bench is not she's just not winning like the girls said she would. She's not doing the things. But she's the tenth seed. You know, a lot of these rankings are about to switch up on us in the second half of the year. That's what's gonna happen. Yep, it's gonna be crazy to see. Yeah, everything is. I'm gonna all for be it though. Crazy. You know. Yeah. Um, all right, semifinalists. Semifinalists. Top half go. semis, I got Barty and Sviantek. Okay. And bottom half, I have two question marks because I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, of course, I want to put Serena there, but she Girl, has please. not shown me enough interest in this clay <laughs> to, to want to make to, to make it that far. Like, I just I just can't even... Okay. Like now, my mind is just gearing up for Wimbledon, honestly. Okay, I have I have Barty and Sviatek in the top half. That's that was the easy part. The um, easy part. And then at the bottom, I have Sabalenka and Benchich. I think that's absolutely hilarious because neither I don't think either one of them is making it that far. 
And but if one of them would, it would be Sabalenka. Like I could see, I could. Part of me can see Sabalenka making it that far, even though she ain't worth shit in a Grand Slam. You know. But, but then, like, if I don't pick Benchich, then who do I pick? Kudamatova. That's the thing. I have no idea. Sabalenka again. Sabalenka don't even have a slam quarterfinal under her belt, and I just feel like her first one isn't going to come at the French Open. So I don't know. I mean, it could happen. I okay, guess. I, I mean, she's it. the number three seed. I feel like she she should be be able to beat the girls that are in her way, but her game just it just will not hold up for her. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, here's the thing. So if if you know, we have like a rainy French Open. She's like absolutely screwed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if it's if it's hot and then the balls are bouncing high and shit like that, and they're they're flying, then she could she could do some real damage. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I would say good luck to her, but I can't stand her. So <laughs> I hope she I hope she loses to Kanye in round one. Well, there you go. Good luck to uh, Coco. That's all I got. Yeah, shout out, shout out to her. Best, best wishes. Mm-hmm. You know, she's in a um, she's in a tough part of the draw, being up there with Barty. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like she should make that round of sixteen to get, to, you know, to at least get a shot at playing Barty. Um, like she has Jen Brady there, but I don't really see Brady doing much anything. The Casual Queen is also there, but the Casual Queen has been losing matches like nonstop. But she don't do nothing on clay, no way. Yeah, so um, Coco should definitely she should be fine as long as she can keep it together. All right, that's all I got for the women. But um, wait, where is Bedosa in this draw? Is she in the bottom half? Okay, well, I'm gonna go look. I don't let know. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, she's in the bottom half. Okay, so I'll say Bedosa has a shot at the semis here. Uh, she's, you down know there, what? she's down there where Osaka is. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Let me erase Benchage. Bitch. It's I had the wrong, I had the wrong B name. It was Bedosa. That's it was a typo. That's what that was. That's all it was. <laughs> it was a typo. Yeah, uh, Bedosa. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. She because, might push through. Yeah, I mean, like, look at that section. And she just won her first title. She's been playing pretty well on the dirt. She I has. think she I think she um think she has a good a good shot. I could see that. Yeah. There's almost always at least one surprise semifinalist on the women's side at the French Open. Like it's just mm-hmm. gonna happen. So maybe it's maybe it's she. Maybe it'll be Venus. Wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> oh my god! It would. Of all the, <laughs> of all the years she should have made the semis, and then to do it this year, that would be, that would be really something. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Like, yeah. what the hell? But I mean, you know, do your thing. But also, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So the men's side of things. Um. I have, of course, Delpo out. He had another surgery in March. Uh, Stan Vavrinka had foot surgery in March as well. Borna Chorich had shoulder surgery a couple weeks ago, and then Shapo has a shoulder injury. So they're all out. Did we talk about the women that are out of the tournament? 
We did not. Who was that? I feel like Hollop is not here because she's injured. Oh, shit. I forgot all about Hollop. (laughs) Hollop's not here because she's injured. Risk pulled out after the seating and stuff was already set for some reason. So her, like, she, her, her seating is just, like, basically blank. Like, the seeds didn't get moved up because she got, she pulled out. I guess she pulled out too late. Okay. Um, Stozer is out. Flipkins is out as well. Huh. And I think that's all the women. Okay. Of course, Streets of a but we we covered that she's, you know, pregnant and retiring or something like that. Oh, yes. Yes. Um. All right. Does, does, what does Stozer do? What is... I think Stozer is still like on maternity leave. Okay, like, that's right. Her, she was having her, a baby. Her partner's baby, yeah. Her, her right. and her partner had a baby, so I think okay. that's I think that's still what she's doing. Okay, good for her. All right. Um, number one seed Novak Djokovic is here versus Sangren. Um, y'all know I am not Nole fan, but I want him to beat the brakes off of Tennis Sangren. Yes, absolutely. And uh, Sangren has already basically conceded defeat, like on Twitter. Like he's ready to lose. Good. So, you know. Go ahead, girl. Lose. In fact, you could just withdraw. Like, Novak's not going to care. Right. Let a lucky loser take that spot. <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, the number eight seed, Federer, back in action. Um, he's had a, a little bit of a rough comeback, but the man is 39 years old. So, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, and just like he said, he's not planning on winning the French Open anyway. He's trying to get up for this grass and let you hoes right. really know. So, um, and when you're an all-time great, who gives a fuck? Exactly. You do what, do you, what want. you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's here versus a qualifier. Uh, he might, he could probably win a couple matches and then he's probably going to chuck up the deuce anyway. Yeah, he plays uh, Dennis Isterman in round one. He's 7-0 oh, he against him. Not okay, but Istaman likes to, you know, yeah, the seed. But I, so, I feel like he'll be fine. I feel like he'll be fine. Better seven and zero against him. They've never played on clay though. But uh, well, okay. But when was their last match? I have no idea. That might have been a while ago. Because right now, you know, if if he's struggling to beat uh, Pablo Andujar in the first round of Geneva, then Istaman might beat. That's an excellent point. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a an issue. So we'll see. Yeah, and we we also don't know like how Federer will hold up over a five set match. Like if right. this were to go long, we don't know how he'll hold up right. over this because he, he hasn't played in so long. All right. Um, but I don't I I don't see Federer losing in the first round. I would not like to see him lose in the first round. I don't want that to happen. I, so low key, I mean, almost kind of sort of miss him. So I don't didn't think about him at all. Just a, just a tad. I just, um, yeah. Um, 20th seed, Felix Ojeda-Azim is here versus Andreas Seppi. Felix about to lose in the first round because yeah. he's useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My poor child. Yeah. Um, and I I presume that Tony Nadal will be gone before Wimbledon. I, it's, uh, he don't stay with somebody who can't win matches on clay. So. Uh, Felix need to get it together. My God. Two. Uh, like he's you still know, very young, but like it's it's slipping away from him. It's slipping it out of his hands. Yeah, like seven finals and no wins. Like, come on. Yeah. And all of come all on. of it, you know the you know the longer time goes on, even though he is still so young, it just begins it gets to harder. weigh on you. Yeah, it just little by little begins to weigh on you. And uh, yeah, I was like only just, twenty years old. You know, like, top twenty something. player already, and it's just like, like he he knows that he should already 
have a, at least a few titles under his belt. He knows he should have been there already, but he just can't put it together. Yeah, he has lost to some absolute scrubs in some of those finals. So, oh, hate to see it. Um, ninth seed, my boo Berrettini is here versus the qualifier. He gets Terrell Daniel in round one. Beat his ass. Um, I think Berrettini first... be fine. He uh he made the what the Madrid final. Berrettini did, I believe, where he yeah. lost his Veras. So I have it down here. He had the final in Belgrade, final in Madrid, and then a fourth round loss to Stefan Rome. So not a not a terrible place either. Yeah, not bad. He won uh, Belgrade, right? No, Karatsev won Belgrade. Really? I thought I swore Berrettini won that title. Mm-hmm. Damn. Karatsev in three sets. Um, and then 21st seed, Damon Nar is here. Joel Frisanga is here. Ain't about to do shit, but he's there. Um, and no, I'm looking at it now. Berrettini did win. What? He beat Kara seven three sets. Six one three six seven Swear six seven God, zero. I saw that the other way around. Huh. I was like, I know I'm not crazy. Yeah, Berrettini did win. Okay, well, because Karasev, he beat um he beat Djokovic in that tournament. Yeah. yeah. And then lost the final, and I was like, oh okay. <laughs> well, you know, they do that. Oh yeah, he did seven six in the third. Why did I think? Okay, whatever. Um. <clears throat> okay, and then Goffin is here, the 13th seed versus uh, Lorenzo Musetti. So danger. Goffin is in danger, yeah. big time danger yeah. against my son. Yeah. I love Goffin. You know, that's my boy. But I need Lorenzo to pull out this dub. <laughs> and Goffin be getting his ass whooped, too, so yikes. Yeah, I would like to see Musetti do it because Musetti uh, is probably going to, well, you know, he has the potential to be a uh, slightly more successful player than Goffin. Goffin is good for a fourth yes. round, and then he's going to lose. So Goffin likes a quarterfinal. Okay, but then he's still going to lose. True, but he likes the quarterfinal. You know, he's been the quarterfinals of all the slams except for the U.S. Open. Ran the 16 there a few times. Mm. All right, well, not this year. Um, okay, so here, <laughs> and I hate to have an issue with it because I really don't care, but um, all right, so the next quarter of the draw belongs to the number three seed, Rafael Nadal. Okay. Um, real quick. Um, so am I making this up? I thought that all of the majors had the power to change the seedings. They do, but Wimbledon is the only one that does it. So this is dumb. Um, you have a 250 time champion, Rafael Nadal. Make him a top two seed. Period. Nah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Seriously, it's, it's just Play, a or you know bit what? Ugly. You know, I feel you know. I think this year would be the perfect year to actually change the seedings because the ranking system is so weird and people can't move the way they normally would. Like Rafa would be a top two seed if the points and stuff were normal. Probably. Well, sure, um, but but also um, look at the number two seed. It's Daniel Medvedev who struggles right. to win any matches. He right. should not be seated ahead of Rafael Nadal. 
That's true. I mean, like, okay, so you could say, oh, maybe if Rafa was coming off of an injury or something like that and he hasn't played, then sure, right? But this is Rafa who literally just went wrong. Mm-hmm. And just won the French Open back in the fall. It mm-hmm. blitzed Novak in the final. So mm-hmm. maybe move that seating a little bit. Like, I just don't... He, there's no way that they should... He should be the third seed and just be up in the air because you know he's going to... There's a possibility that he's going to fall in the same half as Novak. And that's just... They just should have... They just should have moved it. Like, no one is going to object to moving Rafa Nadal to a top two seeding at the fucking French Open. Yeah, no. That totally would make sense. But at the same time, I am absolutely here for this. This is literally what I asked for. I wanted the big three all in the top half of the draw. That's exactly what I wanted. Okay. I got it. You're, you're petty. I'm here for it. Like, cause I want complete and utter chaos on the men's side. Like, fuck this. Like, fuck all these niggas. Fuck them. Okay, so from that perspective, sure, because, you know, at least we're going to get, hopefully get somebody like a surprise in the bottom half. Let's shake um, it up. So, you know, that's cute. But what are they going to do when they get there? Probably lose, but they will have made the final. That's all I'm worried about. They will have made the final. It's and it's not a day. Just go ahead and say who you want to say because you're only rooting for one player. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm telling you. If it's not him, then what was all of this for? (laughs) Really, that's just how I'm looking at it. If it's not him, then for what? Like, but that's the 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 draw. it, It has worked out for him. Like, the big three are in the top half. You are down in the bottom half. With you have a very yeah, good draw. He should he should really work his way through this. But the last time this happened, the U.S. Open, what did he do? Blew six match points. Uh, you know, it is. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we will see what happens. Um, meanwhile, jumping back up two sections, uh, we have <laughs> <laughs> we have Nadal. He's here versus Poprin. Um, you have the seven seed Rublev versus young Leonard Struff. Uh, 18 seed Yannick Sinner versus Herbert. 10 seed Schwartzman and 24 seed Karatsev also in this section. I think it's a very interesting section. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, of course, I fully 100% expect Rafa to work his way through this sure. entire thing fairly sure. untroubled. Sure. Um, he would, he could get. He'll get Gasquet or Gaston in the second round. Gaston made the round of 16 here last year. Made that splash with all those drop shots. Okay. Against, who did he play? I think he played team. Sure. I don't remember. He played somebody. Um, Gaston could actually win that first round against Gasquet. I I don't, like, what has Gasquet been doing for, like, the past three years? Um, A retirement tour? (laughs) So, yeah. I could definitely see that happening but I mean other than that I mean Sinner's here against Herbert Monfils is here but I don't expect Monfils to do anything at all that dude <sighs> so I think I think we'll get Nadal and Sinner again they played in the quarters here last year right French niggas just get on my nerves I'm sorry what did you ask Nadal and Sinner they played in the quarters here last year oh mm-hmm. they they did yeah okay no, wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the quarterfinal, I believe. He, Nadal played quarter in the round of 16. Quarter mm. didn't make a quarterfinal. Mm. I don't think. Let me check. Yeah, Nadal and Center quarterfinal last year. And they would meet in the round of 16 here this year. 
So I think I think that's what we're in for here. And uh, yeah, Rublev is down here. Schwartzman is here, but Schwartzman has literally been losing to everybody, so I don't expect him to do anything. Mm-mm. Karatsev has shockingly been holding up his good form after doing well in Australia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think it'll I think it'll be Karatsev or Rublev versus Rafa in the quarters. All right, I can see that. Um, the next section is four seed Dominic Team. He opens versus Andujar. Uh, okay, that so could be interesting. It, I mean, it could, especially right now. Team's not necessarily playing his his best or most inspired tennis, so he's right. he's struggling with some issues. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know this. He, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with him. We'll see. You know, it, I think, you know, if he could somehow make it through the first week, then, you know, he could still definitely make some noise in the second week because this draw ain't nothing down here. Right. So, uh, you know, he just got to see if he can play his way through. We'll see. 19 uh, seeded Hercats is here. Uh, 27 seed Fonini, 11 seed RBA, and an unseeded Kaney Shikori. My own section. I didn't even notice Nishikori was here. Mm-hmm. Nishikori looks like he's working his way back, you know, mm-hmm. slowly but steadily. I think he's he's playing he's playing better ball now than he was when All he right. first got back. And Hachinov is playing like shit, so that's why I didn't even mention him. Like he's down there, but yeah, I think um, I yeah, think Nish- he might have overpunched that year. Hachinov, yeah, but the year he won that Masters, yes, yeah, I think he overpunched. Maybe. Former top 10 player, this guy. Yeah, one slam quarterfinal to his name. Was it the same year? The slam quarterfinal was yeah. the year after he won a match. So he, won, he won Paris in the fall, and then he made the French Open final, the French Open quarterfinal the following year. So he was still, you know, uh-huh. on that little bit of momentum. But after that, uh, just one round of 16 since then, and that was the French Open last year. Hmm. Actually, wait, looking at his results, he has never lost before the round of 16 here. <laughs> Interesting. He's never lost before the round of 16 here. And how many he, years? Uh, since 2017. He's played 2017 to, you know, now. And it's been fourth round or the quarters for that one year. Oh wow! Didn't didn't never realize that. Okay, consistency on the clay. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Um. All right. So Hatchinoff is in that section. Damn. Yeah. So maybe right. he'll do it again. Because I mean, he could. I mean, who's in hey, his way? RBA. RBA is not doing very much. RBA ain't gonna do nothing. RBA is um, going to continue losing until he apologizes for that prison comment that he made. <laughs> Oof. I forgot um, about that. Yeah. I have not because it hurt deeply. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last quarter of the draw is the number two seed, uh, Daniel Medvedev. He plays Bublik first round. I think that's danger. That is big time danger. First of all, Medvedev has literally never won a match here, mm-hmm. ever. First round losses nonstop. And I feel like he's in for another one because he doesn't even want to be here. 
doesn't want to play on the clay, and he plays Bublik, who is going to give him fits. Right. He was saying today that he was he's feeling better. Um, he had you know a couple of practice hits and stuff, and he's feeling a little bit better about the clay. But you know, um, practice ain't always the best indicator. So we'll we'll see how he actually shows up. Yeah. First neither is lying. Impress. He's lying. Well. Seriously, yeah. like looking at looking at that section where Medvedev is, Dimitrov is also there. Dimitrov mm-hmm. should make the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. He, he should. should make the quarterfinals. He should. But also, Dimitrov will lose to anybody. <laughs> Any moment. <laughs> Gosh. Seriously, um, like he hasn't been able to put it together since he won the ATB finals, which is like really sad and embarrassing. Where year was And that was in like 2017. Okay. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how was that the last title that you won, dude? Like, come on. That man's whole career done passed by. He ain't done shit. Oh, my God. Seriously. Couple slam semis. Couple big titles. But, I mean, come on. Mm. Um, yeah, of course, we mentioned Sitsipas already. The fifth seed is here versus Chardee. Um, he has a very I'm screaming. Dimitrov made the quarterfinals of the Australian Open this year. I didn't even realize. That's Who did funny. he lose to? He lost to. Let's double check. Karatsev. I don't want to. Oh my God! It was probably Karatsev. That's embarrassing. Because I'm pretty sure you might be right. Because I feel like I remember him thinking he had a shot at a semi. Yeah, he lost to Karatsev in four sets. Woo! Yeah. Okay. Well, not a bad loss in retrospect. I mean, yeah, in retrospect, but at the time, you know, Karasev was a qualifier. It's like, yeah, the at the fuck? time, it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but, you so, know, Karasev, I mean, he's also, done a good job back in there. Like, day. shout out to him for being a qualifier in Australia, and then three months later, he's seated in, at the French Open. Like, that's, yeah, that's that crazy, man is playing right? tennis. Seriously, like, especially with the way the ranking system is now, you had to be balling. Um. All right, so Opelka is here. He had a pretty good Rome tournament. Um, he's a 32nd seed. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> I, I, am I need him going. I need I'm him going friend. early. Like, I cannot stand to watch that man play tennis. I can't stand it. I mean, I would never actually watch, so I don't care. Oh my God, it's horrible. Um, Christian Garin is here. And then, of course, we already mentioned Dimitrov. Um,. Green, I feel like he should be okay, but he just doesn't no, do much of anything yeah, in the no. slams. Um, no, like his best his best result at a slam is a third round here last year. Eh. The game is there, but mentally he don't have it. Yeah, he just he he can't put it together. He got five ATP titles. He just won five titles, mm-hmm. so you know he can win. But mm-hmm. when he gets to the slams, he just he he, he can't do Buckles. it. Yeah, that's a lot of them though. Seriously, but it's like this, that section right there, it's a huge opportunity for anybody because the number two seed is freaking Medvedev and he's not going to do a damn thing. Mm-mm. I mean, I would like it if Medvedev could put together some wins, but I just do, I don't see it happening. So, you know, I'm pulling for Dimitrov right there. If he can, if he can keep it together, he can make a, a quarterfinal here. That would be cute. Back to back slam quarterfinals. Um, all right, would it be his first here? I 
think yeah, it would so. be his first. He made yeah. it the round of sixteen. His only other his best result was round of sixteen here last year. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but um, like I was saying, since he passed his draw, it's excellent. He should really be able to work his way through this. Shardy, then maybe Corda, then maybe John Isner. And then God, who who knows who his round of sixteen would be? Like, what has Roundage been doing? Um I'm trying to think of the last time I saw Milos. Yeah. Has he been injured or something? No idea. Like, I saw him in the draw, and I'm like, oh, he's playing. What's his seating? He is 17, I think. Okay. Let me go All right. Um, yep. Oh, he literally hasn't played since Miami, so he could lose oh. first round. Yeah. I would love to see it. Wow. Just because I don't, I just, <laughs> I don't have anything against Milos. I just don't want him playing Steph. Okay. Um, like at all, I don't think I think Steph would have a bigger issue with Isner than he would with Roundage. Nah, Steph be beating Isner's ass, but he really? be struggling with Roundage, hmm. like struggling. Like he whooped Isner's ass like the last time they played. I'm pretty sure. I cannot believe Milos hasn't played since Miami. Why is he here? I don't know. <laughs> it's a few people like they haven't done anything all clay season, but they're here. I guess these. I guess they're just here for the check, or checking the good time because you can't be here to win. There has to be something else to that. Like he's he had to have been injured or something. I don't know. Seriously, like Carreno Busta is here. Carreno Busta should make that round of sixteen because Roundage ain't about to do a damn thing, or at least Roundage shouldn't be doing a damn thing. But I feel like Carreno Busta has been losing everywhere too. Yeah. So I'm reading right now that Milos actually hasn't played a clay court match since Madrid of 2018. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> okay, so there was, I'm sure there was one year where he was injured and he was out. <laughs> but like, that's crazy to me. Just, I don't. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, it's it's not looking good. It's not looking good for Canada this time. <laughs> not at all. Wow, that's shocking. Um. All right. So, who are your semifinalists? Um, my semifinalists are Djokovic and Nadal, of course, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. Team and Tsitsipas, but team could also be replaced by anybody. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Alright, so I have the exact same ones, because, you know, the men are predictable. Yeah. But, um, I feel like Zverev might actually be a better bet than team. Sad. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I was intentionally not mentioning that motherfucker. Yeah, I know. So, um, I just wasn't going to put him down at all. I mean, I know he, like, won... Madrid or some shit. I, like, fuck him. Mm-hmm. I don't... Whatever. So I just didn't even mention him at all. Um, he might be a better choice, but I'm not choosing him. Yeah, no. I, did, I didn't pick him either. But his draw is 
like wide open. Qualifier first round, qualifier second round, and what Dan Evans in round three? Like what the fuck? This shit is rigged. This shit is rigged. <laughs> um, they obviously want they the alleged abuser to win matches and win big tournaments. Um, the shit is rigged, and they want to promote him um, until and just shove him down all of our throats until we like him again and it's i mean we're not actually going to like him again but like that's what they're trying to do it's very obvious um and it's very ugly and they should all do better Hmm. all right anything else about the french open yeah i mean it's uh you know i'm gonna try to watch and then when I can't watch, I won't watch. And I'm not going to be too pressed about it. Because I really don't like this tournament very much at all. Yeah, I'm going um, to try to I'm gonna try to enjoy myself. You know, hopefully good things happen. Hopefully I have something to cheer about. Hopefully I have a few things to cheer about. Because, uh, you know. I mean, you're a Rafa fan, so you're most likely going to have some good cheer. <laughs> I mean, I pray. We pray. Seriously. I just, I need... I'm going to go on record here saying I would like a Nadal-Sitsipas final with Sitsipas taking the title. I would love to see that. Seriously, Rafa doesn't need another French Open. A loss at the French Open won't like destroy Rafa's life, but it would make Stefanos' career. A loss in a French Open final might bother him a little bit, though. It would bother him, but it won't destroy him. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Like, like he, like he bounced back from those two years of playing terrible tennis. He'll be fine. Yes, yes, he did. And he did. You know, he he lost two. He lost two French Opens in a row. I mean, okay, he lost one, and the other one was a withdrawal. We're not doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very true. Very yeah. true. But still, you know, came back. He he did his thing. But I think uh, I think a Sissy Pass win over Nadal would be. One of the biggest statements in the history of the sport, and I think it would really move things in a, a, a new direction. And I would, I would be love, I would love to see ecstatic. it. It would be insane. But you know, we yeah, get there first. It's a long right. way to go. Very long way, and even once you get to the final, it's still a super long way to go. Imagine seeing that forehand coming at you in the final of the French Open. Like, I would shit my pants. On a hot day. <laughs> Just terrified. Um, all right. Should we move on to the power rankings? Uh, yeah. All right. Ladies first. Ladies first. Go. Am I going first? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, at number one, I have uh, Spiontech. Just because I feel like she's playing, she's playing the best tennis right now, and that double bagel over Pliskova was absolutely spectacular. It wasn't even just Pliskova playing like shit. Spiontek was on it and was fighting for every single point, every ball. She was, she wasn't letting up at all. She was not trying to let her in. I did not like the fact that she said she didn't realize she double bageled her. Like, don't lie. Don't lie. You, you know, know if you double bagel somebody. Well. Yeah. You know if you double bagel somebody. You lost yeah. like 13 points for the entire match. Mm-hmm. You 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 noticed that. So, you know, don't front about it. They you never, never said game Pliskova. She know better. Right. You don't have to gloat, but, you know, 
feel good about yourself. Talk your shit a little bit. You know, you play t- excellent. She could, she, what she should have said was, you know, she had a game point in that one game, and I just knew she was. I said, here she's coming. She's coming. <laughs> here she, she comes. Oh boy, here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she she won that one game, and I was like, oh boy, here she comes. That Woo! was funny. <laughs> she said, I can see her pumping her fist, and I was like, oh boy, here she comes. That's funny. Okay, but uh, yeah, I think I think Sviantek is definitely a firm, a firm number one mm-hmm. in the power rankings here. Uh, number two would be Barty, just because she's world number one. She won a tournament, made the final of another playing pretty good she might be injured right now but uh i'm not reading too much into it and you know as we as much as everybody shaded her for being you know this number one who wasn't playing and didn't really seem didn't seem like she really deserved to be in that top spot she came back and started beating all these girls and was beating them handily too okay so So. two things can be true she did not deserve the number one ranking and she's been beating these girls since she came back yep very true Seriously, like she, she, she didn't, but you know, she came back and she kind of, kind of proved why, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, if I was, if I was playing, mm-hmm. I would be winning that right. kind of thing. So, you know, it's it is what see. it is. Yeah. Uh, number three, I gave it to Sabalenka, even mm-hmm. though I don't expect her to do much here just because of the slam. At some point she got to prove me wrong and do well with the slam, just like Pushkova found her way to do. Does she have uh, to? Does she have to? Does she got to? I mean, you know, it'll it's gonna happen eventually. Okay. Even if it only happens once, it's gonna happen. Uh, things will break her way somewhere. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, Keys made it to a final. You know, she liked to play baseball too. Uh, True. Uh, number number four is Coco Golf because she's playing pretty good ball in the dirt. And I think she, she has a little bit of momentum going off of that Rome semi and mm-hmm. her title in Parma. You know, I think she got some good wins and some good matches under her belt. And number five is Bedosa, just because she's also playing good, good ball in the dirt. And she, she just won her first title. Uh, it was a retirement in that final, but she was going to win it anyway. All right. Well, mine is similar. I have, uh, I have, Coco at number five. Um, yeah. So uh, she beat Putin Seva, Sakari, and Sabalenka in Rome. And then, uh, you know, won Parma over, with, with wins over Kanepi, Georgie, Anasimova, Sinakova, and uh, Wang Chang. So, um, yeah, I have her at number five. I have Pliskova at number four. Just three consecutive Rome finals, and I needed somebody to be in this space. Um, I have Barty at number three. She won Stuttgart in Miami, and then, of course, the final in Madrid as well. Sabalenka, because of the final in Stuttgart, and then she won Madrid. Um, And then I have, of course, Sviatek at number one, um, because the girl is balling. So, there you go. I gave Pliskova not a second thought. I'm telling you, that double bagel punched her so far out of my freaking <laughs> sight of vision. Like, it's just like, yeah, you ain't about to do a damn thing. Because, like, what the fuck? You got double bageled in a Rome final. Like, Jesus. Double bageled in a final. I mean, at least she, it was to another, you know, good player. But, whew. Double bagel? I'd be somewhere crying. 
She was out sightseeing. Shout out to her. Putting does that she cry? Does, does she cry? Is she able to do that? You know, you make an excellent point. You know? Yeah. Mm. Shout out to her. Yeah, well. Uh, on to the men. What you got? Uh... Number five, number I gave number five to Rublev because I couldn't think of anybody else to put there, and I feel like, you know, he uh, he didn't win the tournaments, but you know he made the Monte Carlo Monte Carlo final, and I think he's playing pretty, he's still playing pretty well, mm-hmm. and he was a quarterfinalist here last year, so I think he'll, I think he'll be fine. Plus his draw is working for him, I think he'll be fine. I got Zverev at number four of that Madrid title, and for whatever reason, he is playing. Pretty freaking well now. You know why? You know why? It's not you, for whatever reason. You know why? Yeah. Yeah. My mother told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, and she said that maybe it's the fact that he doesn't have to hide his abuse anymore. Like the pressure mm-hmm. of that is off mm-hmm. him, so now he's free to play well again. And and not, and not really only that, sickening. like he can he can keep winning, and he'll get more pressed about his wins and fewer. About things about yeah. you know his alleged abuse, so you know it's it's, it's a win win for him, which is it's quite disgusting. Sick. Yeah, yeah, it's really it, it, it's something. Um, number three, I gave to Djokovic because he's Djokovic basically. I mean, he's not playing all that well. He made the Rome final where she lost in three sets to Rafa, but mm-hmm. he's even still like leading up, he's still not playing that great. He also he just I, he's in the final of Belgrade two. Mm-hmm. Which I think he'll play tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, but he's still not really playing that great there. He lost a set in the semifinal to God knows who he played. He went who to a tiebreaker. He went to yeah. a tiebreaker, and I think it was his quarterfinal. And he was out there so mad he was smashing rackets against uh-huh. a qualifier. Yeah, like a qual- you played a qualifier in the two fifty, and you out here smashing rackets. Like something's not right. Like you gotta rein it in. And the crowd was like silent. Like it wasn't even like. You know, like they get pumped up or they boo or something like that. The crowd was just like, "Oh, yeah." It's a. Uh, I don't know. Watching him has been very strange mm-hmm. lately. It's been very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, you know, I gave him number three just based off the strength of his name, and you know, it's a slam. He's world number one. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Uh, number two, I gave to Sitsipas because he's playing very well on the dirt. Monte Carlo title. Uh, Barcelona final where he lost to Nadal after having match point. Great match that. It was long, but it was very good. And number one, of course, I gave to Nadal because, I mean, he's Rafa. Won Barcelona, won Rome. It's Paris. Why would you put anybody else in this top spot? Mm-hmm. All right, so mine, again, are very similar. I have Rublev at number five, the final in Monte Carlo, and then some quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Berrettini at number four. Um, he won Forgot about him. One, the final in Madrid, and then that fourth round loss to Stefan Rome. Um, I have Djokovic at at three. Of course, the loss to Karatsev in Belgrade one. He made the Rome final, and then he's playing that final in Belgrade two tomorrow. Um, I have Stefan number two. He won Monte Carlo, final in Barcelona, close loss to Novak in Rome, and then won Lyon. And um, then, of course, Rafa at number one, um, you know, didn't have as strong of a hold on this clay season as we're used to him having. 
but um, at the same time, he's Rafa, uh, and this is the French Open. This is his fucking turf, and it's proven to be incredibly difficult to beat him. Uh, you know, it's been a decade and a half plus, and he's lost two matches at that fucking tournament. So yeah. Um, you know, he's got me number one. Also, I want to say, um, you know, all the stuff that I said about him being the, the three seed in the draw, I don't, um, I don't think that he is in danger of losing to Novak or something like that in the semis. Like, that's not the right. issue. The issue is just the placement and the, you know, the logic of it all. But, uh, at, I don't think he's in danger at all. They could get to the semifinal, and I don't think he's in danger. The Their head-to-head, specifically on clay, has really shifted the last two or three years. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, and you know, you can just look at last year's French Open final and see what's going to happen. So, um, but yeah, I just had to say that. So Yeah, um, I just want to say something about... Everybody has been, like, mentioning the fact that Rafa, he, they say you know, he hasn't really dominated this clay season like mm-hmm. he normally does or whatever mm-hmm. but it has actually been a few years since he's won like all oh, the clay tournaments yeah, yeah. leading right. up like right the last the last season that he won more than two tournaments in the lead up was i think like 2017 17 yeah in 2017 he won i think he won three like barcelona madrid and Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. and then before that i think he didn't win multiples until like since like 2014 i think okay no 2014 he only won two in the lead up 2013 is like the last time he really was like killing everybody everywhere right so it's been a few years so when people say that it's just like yeah it's been years it's been it's been a while since he's really dominated the clay season but in the, at the end of the day he still wins the french so yeah also um you know the thing is um he's in his mid thirties now, so I don't know that he would necessarily want to, to win everything, completely dominate and win right. everything. That's a fucking lot of matches, and he doesn't really even need that many. Right. So you know, if he wins a couple of events, then he's probably feeling pretty solid, and that's exactly what he did. And then he won the last one, so he's not going in on a loss; he's going in on a right. win exactly. over the world number one. So eh, you know, exactly, it's not it's nothing to panic about. Yeah, and that's what I was telling people like early in the clay season, like when he when he lost in Monte Carlo. I'm just like, calm down. You know, yeah, he'll be fine. It's, he, it's uh, the like, first he, like yeah, of course he wasn't playing he wasn't playing his best tennis. Even like through Barcelona, he wasn't playing super right. well. Right. But I'm like, relax. Like he'll be fine. Like even if he doesn't get it together until Rome, he'll be fine. Right. And the man practices a ton. So, like, several of the matches, yeah. multiple matches in Barcelona, he went on the practice court after. So, mm-hmm. you know, sooner or later, he finds his form. And, of course, like, all of that was two out of three, and it's real cute and everything, but this is three out of five. So, you know, it's, yep. it's just tough as fuck. Like, it's just, just going to be tough no matter what. He could he could be playing like shit. It's still going to be tough. He was playing yep. like shit that year. He lost to Novak, and it was still tough. He still got that far. Yep. Yeah, you know, like it's. I don't know. So it's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I think I think he'll be fine. And if he make if he makes it to the final, he'll be incredibly hard to beat. Like Ooh. he's gonna be hard to beat anywhere. But if he makes it to the final, it's gonna be really difficult. Yeah. Not even just because of the French, but because he hasn't lost the final since the Australian Open in 2019. Right. Yeah. So you know he's feeling himself. All right. Well, you got anything else? Uh, I want to say no. Now we good. Good okay. luck to everybody. 
or most well, of them at least. Um, yeah, a few people I could do uh, without. We will. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say anything. Um, follow us on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, our uh, show Twitter is at Hold Your Ponytails, and then I'm at Hey City Baby. I'm at I Am Nails. Um, you know, rate, subscribe, comment, do all the things for us so we can, you know, get this shit pumped up. Um, you know, uh, also, y'all like retweet the show when we put it on Twitter, like, actually, re- like, retweet it. Please. Thanks. Thanks in advance. <laughs> like, hopefully, hopefully we talk to you guys soon. Hopefully. You know, um, we're not going to make any more promises for the French Open, but Wimbledon is coming up. So, yes. you know, at yes. the end of the day, it's not going to be that long. It's not going to be three months. We'll get you. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, let's enjoy the French Open. It'll be what it is. Um, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. What did I say? You didn't hear?